Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Reports. I'm Frank, with me is Tyler, and Tyler, this is the first normal episode of the new year, so yay, we're, we're here, we're, we're, we're ready to do it again. <laughs> we are, what, our seventh year? I don't want to think about it, let's not think about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, I felt super old. Um, I guess it was last week, maybe um, first week of the new year. Naughty Dog released some uh, concept art for factions and said that we'll learn more about it this year for sure. And they yeah. said in it that you know they're looking forward to celebrating the Last of Us ten year anniversary, and I'm like. The Last of Us is 10 years old. What the fuck happened to us, dude? 10 they years old? They kept re-releasing it. The, the, the reason it doesn't feel 10 years old <laughs> is because they keep re-releasing it. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, I mean, there is that part of it for sure. But I just, I can't believe that was 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, that was that was Skyrim for me when Skyrim turned 10 years old. I was like, fuck. That's yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. So we're we're going to tr- continue doing this show uh as as normal and uh let's be honest we took a little bit of a break there in between, you know, our 2023 prediction forecast looking looking ahead and our game of the year stuff. But we're back in the groove now. We should be back at normal schedule. Um so let's let's get into it, Tyler, with the video games we've been playing, and I don't imagine you have any new video games, but what do you have? Um, yeah, so I'll just kind of touch on a few things that I finished kind of during, I had a good chunk of time off. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of plowed through a bunch of stuff. Let me pull up my list super, super duper quick. Um, Go ahead. So, yeah, I I guess we're just going to, I mean, we haven't talked about the games we've been playing for a while. So I guess we're, this is going to encompass pretty much, you know, the holidays and, you know, up until now. Yeah, Um, pretty much. So, so the first thing is I'll close, I'll close the loop on my end on God of War Ragnarok. Um, I platinum that game and ended up at like 47 hours close to it just a just a hair under basically um so yeah I ended up doing everything in that game it took me an extra 15 hours to do everything um find everything do all the extra uh quests that you unlock afterwards um after you finish the main game and I loved every every bit of it. The only part that was a total pain in the ass is you have to fight the Valkyrie Queen um, in Musselheim. Um, those trials were interesting. Um, they they tried to do different things with with them, like you can only take out enemies by knocking them off uh, off the arena. Basically, you can't take them out the normal way and things like that. Um, so those were fun. Um, but man, that Valkyrie Queen was so hard. Um, it, I, <laughs> I literally had to drop it down to give me story mode, and I have no shame in saying that. Like it was that fucking hard. Um, I'm sure other people have no problem with it, but 
uh, she's tough. She's tough. She she has a lot of health, um, and you know it's just one of those things though of like like any boss buddy, you just gotta learn her patterns and what her moves uh, look like and things like that. I, I could I can probably count on two hands though the amount of times that I was so close to finish to finishing her off. Um, felt like I always got down to like the last eighth of her health bar and would die somehow. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun getting all the berserkers. Um, those were really tough. The last one as well, but not, not as hard as Valkyrie queen. Um, but yeah, absolutely loved that game, dude. Have you, yeah, uh, I've, played more of it? Yeah, I've played, I've played quite a bit more of it. I've just got to the part where you go back to Helheim and fix some mistakes. Um, and that, that's pretty much where I left off. So I, I think I'm pretty far in. I don't, I don't know how close I am to the end, but it feels like I'm pretty far into this game. Yeah. I don't know. I think, have you, did you, so did you get through this Helheim section or is that where you, you kind of got there and stopped? Uh, so I, I went back to Sindri's house after that. Okay. Did you have a big ass boss fight in Helheim? Um... Uh, I think there's two different times you go to Helheim, um, and one of them ends with a really big boss fight. Um, but I'd say you're you're if if you are where I think you are, you're getting there for sure. Okay, all right. I'd say you still have a decent amount left, but um, you're pretty good ways into the game. Yeah, I mean, where I think I, you are. I've. I'm really liking what I'm what I've played of it so far and you know there's there's some good side stuff there's some bad side stuff I think I think every time where it's like oh there's this soul that's lingering in this in this realm I think every one of those side quests is bad yeah um, they're not the most exciting like every, for sure every single one of them is, just feels like filler and uh it feels like they treated it as filler as well um yeah I mean yeah they didn't like Here's the thing. There's so much in the game. They just didn't. They didn't need to put that filler in there. Right. So. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Some of those weren't the the greatest for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I I'm having fun with it. I think those berserkers are a fucking pain in the ass sometimes. Um, yes. <laughs> I, they I've definitely can the, be. I've done some of the Musfulheim uh, trials. Um, I, but yeah, I. I I'm not sure I'm gonna platinum it, but there there is a lot of the, a lot of stuff that I wanna wanna see in the game, like a lot of the side story stuff, a lot of stuff with the side characters that I'm interested in. Right. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth finishing the story. The story really wraps up in a fantastic fucking way, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree on those berserkers though. There's somewhere there are multiple berserkers at the same time that you gotta fight. It's like. Holy shit! Like it's, it's tough, but it's it's fun. It's very fun. Yeah, it just feels like they hit way harder than they should. Like you make yeah. you get hit once, and it's like, oh fuck, that was that was almost half my health in one hit. And I'm like, that that that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, so finished. I'm done with God of War Ragnarok and moved on. Um, so I've I finished. Um, three other games that I can hit on quick because I've just been, you know, kind of was working on them. Um, so I talked about a little bit in the Game of the Year podcast last week's episode. I 
I'm done with Metal Hellsinger. I got to literally the final boss fight and just kind of stopped. Uh, to me, I just feel like that final boss is really cheap. But the game is neat, for sure. There's If you're into metal, there's some banger-ass tracks on that soundtrack. It's fucking awesome. Um, and it's weird. Because this game is relatively short. About five hours. You can probably get through it. Um, but I almost feel like it's too long at the same time. Like, it just doesn't do enough new to me as you kind of go through. Sure, you get more weapons, um, things like that, but I think it's neat. But, uh, yeah, just kind of pain in the ass at the end. I just didn't really care anymore. Um, finally finished Resistance 2. <laughs> God, what um, the fuck? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the story of this game. There were a lot of moments towards the end that I was like, oh my god, like, this just does not hold up anymore in terms of gameplay. Um, and just, <laughs> there, and, and it sucks, because I, I do feel like if Sony properly brought Resistance back in a modern way, it would be fucking awesome. But, you know, at the time... This was what the best, some of the best there was. But then there was also like Halo and Call of Duty, weird controls. I like, like I said, I like the story. There were some really cool visual aspects of it. The final boss fight is so fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> in just like a hilariously easy way, I was like, are you serious? Like, this is it? Uh, sort of thing. Um, it, I think. If I played it back in the day, I probably thought would have thought like this is fucking awesome. But I, there's just some things that just don't hold up uh, for me on on this one. But like I said, I would love love for Sony to bring it back. Um, and then uh, also finished Stray with the wife. Um, enjoyed it. There's some cool story moments at the end of this game, um, but beat to beat what you're doing doesn't change that much and it, it's okay from a gameplay standpoint um yeah not not much else to add to that you know from what what uh what i've said before so stray is stray's neat but is it worth being <laughs> nominated for game of the year Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No. Jesus, no. fuck. Is it worth winning best indie game and stuff in some of these awards? No. No way. There are so many better indie games this year than Stray. This was the indie game that got marketing from Sony. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I have two other games that I started playing, but I'll kind of stop there. and Started? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, so you can, uh, what, what, what I'm gathering there is that you have not continued your journey in Yakuza. I will explain myself. I, okay, fine, fine. You, <laughs> all right, well, all right. Let me just get th- some things out of the way here. Of course, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I keep playing that. Yeah, me too, me too, here and there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kept playing some Fortnite. Uh, they start. They started doing their mid-season drops. So basically, um, there's some skins you can unlock uh, from now on until the end of this season. 
And then I went back to Final Fantasy XIV because the 5.3 patch dropped, um, which advances the story, um, unlocks the uh, unlocks the new alliance raid, and um, adds some other other quests as well. Uh, I'm really really curious where the hell Final Fantasy XIV is leading, um, because you're learning some things about these people in in the in the void realm of the 13th and and their goals and what they plan to do you're you're learning all this stuff you're learning about who the people were before they got turned into void beasts it's yeah it's it's really good stuff um and then the alliance raid is just really fucking cool like they they are really doing a good job with this group of alliance raids um uh going through uh all of the um all of the gods that are worshipped traditionally across Eorzea, like th- their manifestations, and just, you know, getting to learn the relationship between these gods and, and the people of, of, of the world. It's, it's really cool. Um, the raid mechanics themselves, fucking wild. Fucking, I can't, like, I need to turn some effects off. Like, I, I still have effects on for uh, other people other than myself. And when everyone is just popping off, uh, it's kind of hard to see what mechanics are happening on the floor. So uh, I actually laid on the floor for quite a long time in the <laughs> Alliance raid, meaning I, I died a couple of times, more than a Uh-oh. couple of times. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, 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 I was just taking a nap through a couple of the battles because I just couldn't read what the fuck was going on. Um, but they looked really cool. Um, the soundtrack is really awesome. And I look forward to doing more of that. They've also uh, added some more stuff for the Island Sanctuary stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's really going in a good direction. I'm curious when they'll eventually announce that that next expansion because we're at 5.3 now. So there's probably going to be a 5.4, a 5.5, and a 5.55 at least, um, if not more than that. Um, but that that's just the general pattern I'm I'm thinking of from the previous expansions but mm-hmm. yeah yeah I was going to I was going to ask about that cuz haven't they been putting an expansion out like basically every 2 years um, for this game I thought I'd, so I'm not sure about that schedule I'd I'd have to look that up um but yeah I'll look, I, I'll look it up here it's yeah Final Fantasy 14 so heaven's word yeah. June 2015, Stormblood June 2017, Shadowbringers July 2019, Endwalker December 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they do put one out this year, I'll fucking I'll probably be very a very happy boy and uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you might not hear from me for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much uh everything that I've been playing. I did not play more Dwarf Fortress. I've been busy with all this moving stuff and getting this house in order and all that, so yeah. Looking forward to getting back into Dwarf Fortress, though. Uh, Tyler, yeah. let me... Let, I, I'm going to allow you to explain yourself um, before I give you your uh, failing grade for uh, not playing more Yakuza. What, what, what have you been playing? Alright, so one of them I did talk about um, and I want to really get back to it. Uh, what I talked about in their game of your podcast, that's vampire survivors. Um, so just, 
I'll just mention briefly, like, this game is fucking amazing. <laughs> and I really want to play more of it. I just can't believe how good it is. Um, I, you know, heard so much about it throughout the year. And then, you know, you see screenshots of it. You're like, eh, really? What's the appeal of that? And then you play it. And you're like, oh, my God. And it, it's just so crazy because it's just, like, instant. Um, within just two minutes of playing that game, you're like, okay, I understand this. And the music's thumping. You're beating shit out of everything and just getting more and more powerful and it's it's dope and then you get you know all these chests it's like a fucking casino and then you get upgrades and the loop is just unbelievably good in this game and i cannot wait to play more of it um, have you evolved a weapon yet no I, I don't think so yet not yet okay You'll you'll know if you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure. Um, so how do you two? How do you unlock new levels? New levels? Um, yeah. Have you done that yet? Have you survived your thirty minutes? I've not survived thirty minutes yet. So is that what I gotta do? I, I think that's what you gotta do. Okay. I think my best was like twenty, maybe. So okay. So far, so yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I uh, cannot wait to get back to some of that. It's just kind of stopped myself because I'm like, I could probably play this all fucking day if I really yeah. wanted to. Yeah, I, I think I made amazing. a mistake because um, I bought it on Steam and downloaded it on my Steam Deck to, mm. to bring to work. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was like it was like five bucks for, for it on, on Steam, and that included the DLC. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, the last thing that I've played, and I'm actually almost done with at this point, um, I wanted something towards the end of my time off. I'm like, I want something that I can just zone out and just check shit off. And yes, that could be Vampire Survivors. It could be a multiplayer game. I wasn't looking for anything crazy story heavy. Picked it up a little while ago on sale. Ghostwire Tokyo. This game. What? And all of a sudden, I started this game. And all of a sudden, I'm like, it's very late. And I've just been shooting little finger guns at dudes. <laughs> shooting little water blades at them and fireballs. And I got this bow and arrow. I'm shooting them in the head. I'm grappling their fucking heart out. I'm sneaking up on motherfuckers. I'm ripping their fucking core out of their chest. The numbers are going up. I'm flying around the city grappling like fucking Spider-Man. I'm saving spirits left and right. And the numbers are going up. I'm getting upgrades. I'm checking this quest off and that quest off. And yeah, um, I... I'm like 15 hours into this game, and like when I say I'm almost done with it, like honestly, I have like two chapters left. Um, the game is not super long, which I think for an open world game is like actually kind of refreshing. Um, yes, it's an op it's it's a very much a Far Cry checkbox sort of game, um, and you know this game's from Tango uh, GameWorks Bethesda, um, and. But it's kind of refreshing in a way to know that I'm not going to be spending 40 hours with this game. Um, that, you know, I, I'm in and out in 20 hours, basically. Um, and, yeah, it's... The world is really cool to get around in. And, and it's really interesting to walk around and see 
see this world. It reminds me of more of a a Japanese uh, The Leftovers, the HBO show. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it feels a lot like that, and it's really cool. It's got lots of great Japanese flair to it. But to me, there's some things about this game that are just so stupid. Like, a lot, some of the side quests are kind of neat. Um, where you're you're kind of going into this building and it's abandoned and there's clearly some bad spirits in there and then you gotta f- basically get these bad spirits out go away shoot and and it's got like really cool creepy lighting and all sorts of stuff's going on some of those side quests like that are neat some interesting stories but then there's others that's just like go do this for me and it takes you 30 seconds to do and you're done and i'm like that is stupid. Like, that is just here to be here. Um, so really hit and miss on that department. One thing, too, is, like, the enemy variety is not the greatest. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've introduced new enemies that I'm deeper into the game. But still, you know, you're kind of doing the same things over and over again to, to, to take them out. And especially the common enemies, especially once you get upgrades, you're just ripping through them left and right. Which... Yeah, so in in a power fantasy like way is is cool, um, but you know can just get a little a little repetitive. So I think in the main story is okay so far. I'm just not super invested in it. It's a neat game. Like I would say, if you want something like that, it's on sale. Check it out. I'm sure it'll be coming to Game Pass in a couple months, um, being a year on PS5 exclusive. Um, a lot like Death Loop, so. You know, check it out there, too. But, um, yeah. So, here's my plan. Because I'm almost done with this, I'm going to finish this game. And then I'm, I swear, I'm getting back to Yaxazir. Because I, I want to finish that by uh, by the time Like a Dragon, Ishin comes out. Which okay. is only in a few weeks. So, don't worry. It was one of those things where, and it doesn't happen too often to me anymore. I'm just like, I don't. Because I usually have like kind of a plan of what I want to play. I'm just like, I don't really know what I want to play, but I know I don't want to play this, this, and this. And you just kind of wander into something. And it just kind of clicks with you at the right moment. And that's this game right now. Um, okay. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I I guess I'm just going to have to forgive you because if, if I don't, then I don't have someone to podcast with. So... Uh... <laughs> Don't worry. Don't you better worry. You better fucking get back to it though. I, I will. I will. It's like I said, it's I, I really want to get it done by like a dragon Ishin, then play that game and then, you know, play Kiwami after that. So that's my plan. Yeah. I I d I don't want to have to come to your house and tie you to a chair in front of your Xbox to play <laughs> Yakuza. Yeah. So but when I turn on my Xbox, Vampire Survivors is right there. It is. It is right there. And I'm there. like, mm. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm looking forward own, to getting back to it. Yeah. The, the thing about Vampire Survivors, though, is that you know it's not going to take you more than half an hour. So you're like, hey, I have time for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whereas in a Yakuza game, you could just get through one cutscene in half an hour. <laughs> hey. Hey. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because usually it's pretty good. So. Yeah, that is. All right. Yeah, that's everything I've I've been playing over the past few weeks. 
Yeah. And over the past few weeks, there has not been groundbreaking news, I, I would say. there's There's been... CES has happened. There's been a few other stories here and there. Um, but it is not going to be this huge deluge. The huge deluge. You get... Yeah, I, I, mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, not, not, not that much news to, to go over. Um, so we will go over what uh, Sony has announced at CES. Um, just quickly here... Um, they have announced a new accessibility controller kit. Um, they're calling it Leonardo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess this is the response to uh, Microsoft's uh, accessibility controller. Um, really cool. Really cool stuff. I'm, I'm curious how uh, people will receive this. Um, if it's um, something that, you know, Something that's actually useful for, uh, for uh, you know, disabled gamers. Yeah, it looks like they're working with a bunch of uh, different organizations to uh, to, to uh, develop this controller. So, hopefully, it turns out good. Yeah, definitely. This is this is really cool, and I mean, the more of this, the the better. So, um, what I what I think is interesting is how both Sony and Microsoft are taking like just completely different. Um, they're they're tackling this in totally different ways. Whereas Microsoft's controller seems a little bit more simple, and this one well, for PlayStation seems like it's going to be very customizable, which is neat. There's a lot of different aspects to it, so you can truly play however you want to, however you need to, um, and and that that's that's cool. And yeah, more of this, more of this, the better. So. Glad Sony's getting into it. Glad Sony just overall is getting into different types of controllers, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It seems like they just kind of ignored that for a while, and now they're creating this controller for uh, for more accessibility. But then on the super hardcore side, they got their Edge that's coming out soon. It's Yeah, it's good they're finally getting into some of this stuff. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. No word on release timing or price or anything like that. So, I mean, it's still got a code name, so probably a ways away. Yeah. Um, beyond that, we got a teaser trailer for the Gran Turismo movie. Um, I forget. Did they announce between... When, when did they announce David Harbour was in this? Um, a while ago, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not I, long I after. I don't it remember. Revealed, um, yeah. But yeah, they they showed off a little teaser. Looks really interesting how they're filming it. Looks really cool. Um, yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, it looks like the game. Yeah. <laughs> which I think says a lot about the game, to be honest with you. But yes, it, it looks looks very cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'll probably watch this. Uh, yeah. Like I might actually go to a theater and watch the Gran Turismo movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do it. I mean, I feel like movies like this are probably very good for the theater. Just the sound, the big screen. Um, There's an IMAX like good. A, a, less than two miles away from me, so oh, that, really? that's where I'm going to see it. Okay, cool. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, man. I'm in. Uh, let's see. A 
couple more here. I guess um, on the Gran Turismo 7 front here, it's getting PSVR 2 support. Um, and also on PSVR 2, Beat Saber's coming forward, obviously. Why would you not? Um, but Gran Turismo 7, gonna... If you have... I'm not gonna buy a PSVR 2 just to play Gran Turismo 7 in, in VR, but, like, goddamn, that's good. That That's good. That's yeah. a good reason to maybe pick up a VR headset. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's going to be there at launch, and it's yeah. going to be free, I believe, as well. So that's huge. Um, it's just a no-brainer. I mean, this game, I'm sure, is going to be fucking awesome in, in VR. I would love to, to play it in VR, but, yeah, I'm not dropping 600 bucks just for that. No. And Beat Saber, uh, yeah, I agree with you. No-brainer. Uh, and lastly here from CES, Jim Ryan took the stage to announce that uh, they, they, they sold 30 million units and Jim Ryan is try- is out here saying that, hey, the console shortage, that, that we're done with that. Um, you're going to be able to buy PlayStation 5s. Uh, yeah. Which is a good update. I, hopefully that's true. I hope that's true. I, I haven't been to a store in a while. I have not seen if there are PS5s on shelves. Um, yeah, I have not either, but... I assume through some of the um, information you know we've gotten recently, like in, in November, Sony announced they were at twenty five million, and now they're at thirty. I know the holiday period's in there, but uh, that definitely says a lot uh, about the uh, um, availability of the console. And yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, we, we've talked about like when we'll get there, and it, it looked it seemed like Xbox has been there for a little bit. Um, and I'm, you know, PlayStation 5's in more demand than Xbox, but, um, yeah, it seems like we've been slowly getting there, but now we're at the point where we are there, and that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know a buddy of ours, uh, Keith, is looking to get a PlayStation 5, so hopefully, uh, he's able, he's able to do that, and we can, uh, play PS5 stuff together. Um, yeah, Absolutely. All right, Tyler, it's time to uh, get into CD Projekt Red here. Um, Their investors sued them because of of Cyberpunk. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there was a lawsuit between investors and CD Projekt Red over um, how they presented Cyberpunk. Um, Investors were led to believe that Cyberpunk was... Uh, more complete and better than it was actually, um, and yeah, and yeah. So CD Projekt Red is uh, paying out 1.85 million dollars to uh, to investors over that. Uh, yeah, that's um. Maybe maybe just finish your video games and don't lie. Don't lie about like when games are going to be done. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, uh, don't get me wrong, I would love to have $1.85 million, but it also it's, just doesn't seem like that much money. Especially yeah. with how well this game is sold. Uh, how well it's sold at launch, how well it's sold recently. Now that the game's in a much better state on the the new consoles, you know, um, this really isn't much. Um, sure, investors probably lost a lot of money um, at the time, but yeah probably getting it all back now so whatever 
Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I, I agree with you. Don't <laughs> don't overhype your game. Don't try to put it on consoles it shouldn't be on. Be honest about it as well. Um, that's another thing that really bit them in the ass. Um, just yeah, just put your game out when it's ready, and I really hope they do that with these new new Witcher games they're working on. Because if they don't, they're fucked. No, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Um, maybe uh, maybe Skull and Bones will come out when it's ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. God. All right. So this whole news roundup here with Ubisoft, um, they've canceled three unannounced games, but thankfully for us, Skull and Bones has been announced, which means it it isn't one of the games that got canceled. It is getting delayed. However, <sighs> when is Skull and Bones coming out? <sighs> Early. Unbelievable. 20, 20, uh, let me see. The, yeah, they didn't give it an exact date. They just no. said in the next fiscal year, which could be into early next year at this point yeah god damn it i was hoping we'd play skull and bones this year (laughs) (laughs) i just want to play skull and bones um but yeah they canceled three unannounced games i i'm curious what those are uh but like they're unannounced so (laughs) we'll probably never know um yeah that's yeah Dude, I find a lot of this to just be kind of like, what the fuck is going on over here uh, at Ubisoft? Yes, those games are unannounced, but then they also have these announced games that are just in fucking limbo, like Skull and Bones, that had release dates twice. Skull and Bones had two release dates. It was supposed to be out by now, then they push it to March. Now it's like, who knows when the fuck it was going to be out, and... Like, they even had pre-orders going on the PlayStation Store and all sorts of stuff. So it seemed like this game was finally coming out. And apparently they're supposed to show off more of it um, sometime next week or something like that. And it's like, dude, who cares? Like, they ha- they have totally blown this game um, in terms of any hyper expectations for it. Um, but then, yeah, they have Beyond Good and Evil 2 just hanging out there. You That's know, what not the, the fuck's happening game. with that? Like, no. why not just cancel that game at this point? You know it's not coming out. Um, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time remakes, in complete development hell. They're, we're probably fucking restarting that game. It's like, okay, what's happening with that? They announced they're remaking the first Splinter Cell game. Then the director leaves, okay? What the fuck's going to happen there? <laughs> you know, it's like, they're just, they're putting out these games that just aren't good. Or they're announcing them and they just get stuck in development hell for years and years and years and years. Um, Ubisoft, I feel too, they're very much trying to chase trends rather than just kind of doing their own thing and really making the most of their IP. Um, and it's it's bad. It's really bad. The only two games that they said they have right now are Avatar frontiers of pandora which in my opinion they've missed the boat on that like that should have been out by now because yeah i mean that movie's making spooky dollars right now i saw it's like the seventh highest grossing movie of all time now at this point so to me they've they've kind of missed the boat on that now there's always there's more avatar movies coming but um i'm not saying it's gonna perform poorly but it's almost like ea 
did with Star Wars Battlefront in 2015. They got it out right before the movie came out. It really worked for them, even though that game was kind of disappointing. Um, same thing here with this Avatar game. It's like, where the fuck is that? And then the other game they have is Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is apparently coming out in this spring, and they haven't shown anything off of it. It's like, just what has happened to Ubisoft? Crazy. Um, yeah, uh, it turns out that um, <laughs> maybe the Gimo family doesn't like doesn't actually know how to run things, and they've like, I feel like a lot of Ubisoft's success came when they um, delegated to. People who knew what they were doing but were awful people. <laughs> um, and now that they're trying to maybe clean up the, the, the culture at the company, and I'm not sure how far they've gotten in on that, they've also, like, not necessarily done it in a way like that. Like, they, I'm not sure if they're ever going to get back on track unless, you know, maybe, like... It, I don't. I don't know what it's going to take. Honestly, like they have to find someone. The Gimo, Eve's Gimo, cannot be managing all of this. He has to. He has to put in place people who know what they're doing, but also at the same time make sure those people aren't complete pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, so like absolutely. it's it's a t- it's a tough place, but like it's it shouldn't be as impossible as it it's seeming right now for Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they've just fallen off, too. I mean, it's just like a lot of their games feel very familiar. Even when they make the the rare new IP anymore, it's, you know, it's Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is a totally fine game that's like all the other games they have. You know, it, it just felt like, I don't know, two console generations at least, like they were trying to do some interesting stuff with their IP and now they're just trying to chase trends and, you know, make battle royales that completely fail and VR titles no one's asking for and um yeah, I just don't don't understand what they're what they're doing. All the um, while Rayman collects dust. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. I mean uh, Rayman may might not be a huge money maker, but damn. There's there's an audience there that would absolutely eat that shit up. I'm if you made a good fucking Rayman game, put it out on Switch, that thing would fucking that would do oh, really yeah. fucking good. It would. It would, yeah, that that'd be fucking awesome. Absolutely. Um you know, another thing they said is that Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope and Just Dance twenty twenty three uh underperformed. Uh, is anyone buying Just Dance anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it is, or, or they wouldn't. They wouldn't I keep feel like it, the but... same people year after year are buying Just Dance. Yeah, it just feels like something that's just old, you know. I've like... never played a Just Dance. Maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's just crazy, dude. I don't know. For a publisher this size, just to really fall in their face like this is is nuts. Yeah. Makes me wonder, honestly, if they're going to get scooped up by someone. I mean, not that I'm wishing for that, but they're clearly not doing very well. And I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, but 
how appealing is Ubisoft to scoop up, really? Like, they've got they've got Assassin's Creed, they've got Far Cry, and they've got Tom Clancy. And those are the only things that, cons- like, consistently are the big names. And they, And a lot of the time, those games feel very similar, just in different settings with different, different tools. Um, yeah. Or once they uh, maybe refresh it, they also end up kind of running it into the ground in a way. Like, you know, they refresh Assassin's Creed. And it was like, this is fucking awesome. And then here we are. Yeah. Same with Far Cry. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a good point as well. Like, yeah, how appealing are they? Because they've just not been doing well. They're not getting games out that are good. They're not getting them out on time. It's nuts. All right. Um, last story we have here. Uh, maybe good news for anyone out there who was confused about how to play the Hitman video games. Um, as IO has released these latest Hitman games, uh, they have created a pathway for you to play the previous ones. Now they're just going to try to bundle them all together in this uh, rebrand called The World of Assassination. Um, and it's going to put the trilogy in one package. Um, although it does seem like they're selling some other content separately as well. Um, but if you want to play all the Hitman games, you can buy uh, this World of Assassination and play through that story. It's a good... It It's silly. It's fun. I like Hitman a lot. Um. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. It, it it certainly eliminates that confusion for sure. Of how do I get all the Hitman one two levels, and this makes everything so much more simple. Um, it's good that you know. Also, this is a free update for anyone who has it. And yeah, I mean, for seventy dollars, this is a fantastic fucking deal. I mean, all three of those games, all those levels are just 100% worth the price there to play through that. I mean, if you haven't played those games, you'll have a ton of fun. Yeah. I still remember that fucking... Probably, like, maybe the best level in a video game is that Dartmoor Manor. 100%. Yep. That's one of the best levels ever made. Yeah, that that's so good. Yeah, that might be the greatest level in a video game. It, it's yeah. up there, definitely. Um, yes, yes. Uh, I think it's. I want to say hands down. It might be a, an interesting thing to think about, but I think it could be like the best level of a game this console generation, like for sure. And then yeah, mm-hmm. it's up there all time for me. It's so good. I mean, it's basically knives out inside a hitman. Yes, <laughs> that's just that's just awesome. Like. Yes. That's good. I still need to watch Glass Onion. Yeah, it's it's good. I like I like the first one more, but this one is still worth watching, I think. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, but that's the news. Um not much really going on. I know uh I supposedly Microsoft is going to have a showcase later this month, right? Yep. Um so we'll probably hear more about some Bethesda games. Maybe, maybe get some. Maybe, maybe get Star some more Starfield. Yeah, unfortunately, maybe, maybe, maybe. I think they said Starfield won't be there. Ah, fuck them. 
fuck it's, them then. Yeah. I'm not watching. <laughs> it seems like they're calling these like developer directs. Mm-hmm. I think it would, you know, I like when Sony does a, a deep dive on one of their big first party games with a state of play or, you know, Nintendo does that a lot. I feel like Starfield deserves that. So I could see them doing another one of those in, in a couple months of like, here's 25 minutes of Starfield and here's the release date. Hopefully. So this one's going to have like Redfall and Elder Scrolls Online and Forza Motorsport. I forget what else they said. Yeah. I think Minecraft Legends was yes, maybe that's it. on there. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. We... Um, there's that. The uh, Last of Us show starts this Sunday. I'm intrigued. Those reviews have been pretty pretty good. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I, I've been hearing things about it from people who've watched like pilot episodes or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to snag uh, a friend of mine's uh, HBO passport <laughs> to watch that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying for HBO. Fuck that. I'm gonna try to get get the wife to watch with me. Okay. You know, that yeah. might be a good way to... Get, that, that might be a good show for y'all. Yeah. It's a story that I... I mean, she's she's into dramas and, you know, horror... More horror stuff. I'm not saying less. This is total horror... Total, like, horror thing or anything like that. But um, I've always felt like it's a story that she would like. It's just it's in a video game form that you have to play for 15 hours. And, you know, so this is hopefully going to be a good way. Hopefully she'll she'll dig it. So look forward to it. Probably talk about it next episode. It'll be kind of like The Walking Dead before they ran out of ideas. Exactly. Hopefully they won't run this one into the ground. I was reading a story, an article this week that they are doing three different Walking Dead spinoffs that are all coming out this year. I'm like, dude, holy fuck! Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I that I, I there's I fell off on that shit so hard. So many people yeah. did too. I'm not, like there's still people that watched it until the till the end. They just recently ended it, but I'm like, man, do you really need three other shows now of this shit? Wow. Yeah, Ooh. the the whole uh, f- franchise model uh, kind kind of really kills it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, also, we got we got we got a date for that drive to survive season. Five. Oh, when is when is that? February twenty fourth. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna mark mark that on my calendar because uh, <laughs> I got people at work into uh, drive to survive. Okay, um, cool. So we're so we're all gonna w- watch it together. Nice. Yeah. Do you think they'll they'll watch the the races at all, or just, I, so just I do, show? I, like I do put the races on in the break room um, when uh, when when they're when they're on while we're working. Sometimes uh, sometimes the race times just don't line up, but I, I do right. put them on if if they're on. So cool, uh, yeah. Which is unfortunate for some races like uh, fucking France or Canada, like this year, right. like. It was 
there were some forgettable races that I put on that I kind of regretted. And I'm like, you know, guys, this this season's kind of kind of over already. Let's <laughs> let's just put put on whatever other sports are on at the time. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully this year's better. I hope this year's better. <laughs> yeah, I just. I don't really care for Stappen wins again. I just want more competition. That's truly all I care about. Yeah. I don't want to see him run away with it with half the season still left. It's like, okay, don't get me wrong. There were still some good races in the back half, like Brazil and Coda and stuff. But, yeah, definitely. I agree with you there. So, All right. Well, I, th- I think we're going to have to call it there. Um, there's not much else to talk about, so... We're we're gonna get out get out of here. We're gonna rest up, get ready for the for the next one. Hopefully, you're back in, into uh, playing Yakuza. I'm gonna start Yakuza Kiwami this week. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, Ishin coming out. When when is like a dragon Ishin? I think February twenty first. Okay, so I've definitely got time. All right. Yeah. Twenty second. Twenty um, second. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We've got time uh, to go do that. Uh, we'll we'll be back next week talking about some video games. Hopefully, some news comes out. Uh, we are, of course, in January, so I'm not expecting anything big. No. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Until then, do all the good things. Rate, review, or shares with your friends. All that good stuff. Um, until next time. Be good to each other, play your video games, and... Nipple twisters.